0: Yeah, yeah. Wow, wow, wow. Bosses only hang with bosses. Bosses never take a loss. Boss that, that you're doing numbers. Woo. They say my back against the wall. But I'm ten toes deep and I'm still standing tall. I'm way, way, way up. These haters get their weight up. Never gonna take a loss. Bless day to be a boss. Oh, oh.
1: Jason. Yeah. Well, yes, sir. Yeah. yeah, we back. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another edition of the Out of My League podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Deshaun. And this is episode three, baby. Yes, sir. Trade, Trey. Hey, hey. We had a lot going on over the weekend. All-Star game was lit. Chicago was booming, baby. I'm telling you, booming. So without further ado, you know what time it is.
0: We're so gallantly streaming and the rockets red glare. Yeah. <laughs> Just like that, yeah. man. <laughs> <laughs> Just like that,
1: man. Man, hold on, man. Round of applause, man.
0: <laughs> Poor Shaka. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Yo. <laughs> she put her soul into it, man. Yes, Wait, what can you say? Hey, bro, she felt that thing. <laughs> Holy Spirit caught her oh, Holy Spirit caught her right, oh, <laughs> she caught her said, right hey, bro, there. She felt that thing, bro. You was going in. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Shouts to Shaka Khan, man. But in all serious, man, All-Star Weekend was crazy. Chicago was live. It was free freezing and I was there and I enjoyed every
0: last bit of it man I mean just watching from you know here man look all-star weekend this might have been the best all-star weekend in probably like 10 years it was really amazing from the dunk
1: contest Mm -hmm. to the three-point contest to the all-star game the new format I mean a lot went down man a lot went down and you know congrats
0: to you yes sir (laughs) saluting my man for picking Buddy Hill. I picked Buddy Hill in the three-point contest, and I put Derrick Jones Jr. in the dunk contest. I'm a- Your boy two for two. Let's get it. <laughs> Let me give my man three air horns real quick. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir.
1: <laughs> Shout out to my man. Uh, Dame Dollar, my, my dark horse in the three-point contest, did not participate mm-hmm. because of an injury. I picked Devin Booker as my second. That was my other sleeper. Unfortunately, he lost on the last shot, which made the three-point contest that, more, that much more exciting. Excuse me. Yep. And... uh. You know, I had Trey Young who let me down. Unfortunately, I, I guess he can only hit them in the game, which we saw because he hit a halftime buzzer beater from half court in, yep. in,
0: in the All Star game. Man, it, it was crazy, man. How'd you feel about that, man? Look, Trey, Trey, Trey fumbling in the three point contest is crazy.
1: <laughs> I. I think that new the new uh I don't know what they were called, like they weren't money balls, but they had to like take a step back yeah, and shoot yeah. those threes. I think those those threw a lot of people's rhythm off. Yeah. Like Joe Harris was saying that threw his rhythm off a little bit. Mm-hmm. He was the reigning champ. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I was expecting him to do big things, but you know, I mean, just fell short. And Buddy Hill just kept it consistent, man. That last rack was huge. My boy Buddy, Buddy Love. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, man. Buddy Love <laughs> held it down. And then once again, your boy Derrick Jones Derrick Jr. Jones held it down. Jr. In dunk I tried contest. to tell
0: y'all last pod. Derrick Jones Jr. has some bunnies, man. Cuz was in there. All right, let's not act like everybody, aside from I don't think
1: Dwight Howard really has bunnies anymore, no, he getting, getting a little older. But um Aaron Gordon, to me, still should have won that
0: dunk contest. When you dunking over somebody seven five, I mean,
1: that's crazy. Like <laughs> let's just put this in perspective real quick because Aaron Gordon had all 50s mm-hmm. until the very last dunk.
0: All 50s. But to be fair, like, Derrick Jones Jr., they slided him his dunk before, uh, his last dunk. Like, they slotted him. They gave him a couple nines when he should have been all 50s. Uh, Well, 50, but yeah. And
1: I agree. I think both dunks at the end, end one from Aaron Gordon and the one from Derrick Jones, I think both of those should have been 50s. And I think, personally, that they should have been co-champions. But that dunk from Aaron Gordon from the side, with Markel Phelps throwing it off the side of the backboard. With one hand. With one hand. i i I right there from there on out i was like the the contest should have been over exactly like he should have got a 60 i don't know if they can up their 10 but he should have got 10 and a half somewhere because (laughs) nah like that that right there is something that we really haven't seen and i'm not i don't want to take anything away from you know derrick jones jr because he was out there doing his thing too like he had some great dunks yes sir but i just think that Aaron Gordon was um, – his his dunks, were, they just looked a little more challenging as yeah. far as, like, dunking basically behind him yeah. on some of his dunks where he was reaching behind to actually dunk. And I was like, like sick. this looked yeah, it, it looks sick. So yeah. it's unfortunate because, like, people are going to say that he got robbed mm-hmm. for the second time now. And if I'm him, I don't participate
0: in another one. You said, I mean, he had an interview after, and he was like, he's not doing it anymore, so – I, you know, I hope that's not the case because I really like. I really enjoy him in the dunk contest. Uh, I think uh, Levine should have been in it this year. He was in he, the three point. Yeah, contest. it's weird.
1: Yeah, that 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 threw me off a little bit. Yeah. I thought Zach Levine should have definitely been in the dunk contest again because I wanted that rematch. Exactly. exactly. I wanted. I wanted yeah. that. I wanted that rematch. That part too. But um, yeah, I mean, it's unfortunate for Aaron Gordon because I feel like he's one of the best dunkers of our generation. For sure. For sure. I, yeah, I think no he's question. one of the best dunkers of our generation. Yeah. Um, that ju- that just means we're younger, exactly. obviously. <laughs> but it- it's unfortunate because I think that he's well deserving. If not for the full trophy, at least half the trophy, exactly. like splitting half the honor. I still think against Levine when he jumped over the mascot on uh, the scooter man. and he. Put the ball under both his
0: legs it's like crazy, as in man. sitting on the ball i should have won it right there
1: i was like come on man like what more do you want from exactly. me? What, what more do you want from me that like if i'm in, what more do you that want was last
0: me? year and then this year you jump over a 7-5 dude and you still lose so. you
1: still <laughs> lose like you still lose the the dude's head is basically in the net exactly <laughs> the dude's head is basically in the net he's standing straight up and you still lose it's it was crazy man it was crazy and finally Finally, to cap off the weekend, we had competitive basketball
0: with the best of the Man, best. Man, let me tell you, this was the best all-star weekend in 10 years, but this is the best NBA all-star game in 25 years. Like this this was crazy. And I'm gonna say this and
1: we can get into the game. Yeah. I think the competitive the competitiveness of this game. Definitely made Kobe proud. Yes, sir. Because Kobe, ultimate competitor. You, we've seen how he mm-hmm. gives it up in the All Star yeah. game. He four checking, time he, he checking you up full court. Four time All Star game
0: MVP. You yeah, know, like, eighteen time All Star. Like, like, you know let, what I'm saying? Like,
1: let's not forget, man. The Mamba came to play yes, at sir. all times. <laughs> All the times, but the All Star game um, it went like I expected. The first three quarters, a lot of alley oops, yeah. a lot of you know nonchalant, mm. not not much defense going on. But that third, that fourth quarter that fourth came
0: quarter, down, man. and
1: they locked up. I yes, Lebron sir. and uh, Giannis,
0: they're going at it. <laughs>
1: my lord, I yeah. thought this was the finals I for a minute. You, what's like, going on over yeah, here? <laughs> Giannis over here is blocking his shot, yes sir, pinning it to the glassed backboard. Him. Yeah, he glassed him. Yes I sir. I was like, good
0: gracious. Yeah, we man. got
1: Kyle Lowry. Taking charges in the All-Star game. Two of
0: them. We're not going to talk about Kyle Lowry, Look, man. man. Look.
1: You, you already know how I feel, <laughs> yeah, I you, you already know how I feel off mic, man. Yeah, man. I'm not going to get into it. But you just see just defense being played. Exactly. You see real defense being played. You you see the teams arguing with the refs. Exactly. like s- Screaming at yeah. them. Like, borderline getting technical fouls because they're arguing over a call. Like, yeah. we see how much it meant for them to win. And if for those of you who didn't know how the fourth quarter went, um, whoever had the most points at the end of the first three quarters, you total up your total score, and then you add 24 to get a cumulative score, and then that is the new target score. Yeah. And then the first team to reach that wins the game. Mm. And unfortunately, um, for the game, the game ended on a free throw because Anthony Davis got fouled yeah. by Kyle Lowry um, to end the game on a free throw, which hit, put them at 157. Yeah. So I think the only thing that they need to change for that would probably be um, the game can't win on free throws.
0: Exactly, yeah. And, you know, it's funny, like, this this had a finals feel to it, right? It did. It, did. it, did. it was really
1: intense and from then,
0: both sides. Exactly. And then how about the, the trash talk uh, after the game, Giannis t- trash talking James Harden? <laughs> yo, I love it. He said, yo, the strategy, we going there whoever Harden guard. Exactly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Yo, it's like you playing 21, that, you got the weak link. Yes, sir. You, Go after him. Yo, yo, ISO, ISO, yes, ISO, 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 <laughs> ISO, over there. Nah, clear out, clear out. <laughs> nah, clear out, clear out. It's me. This is me. I, I got
0: you. I yeah, got
1: you. No, like, yo, that yeah, that that's good, man. Like it was really competitive. Like yeah. I like that. I like that. Them even having the charity, the two Mm -hmm. charity organizations right there on the court made it a little more personal after every quarter, whoever was leading a hundred thousand dollars toward charity, Mm -hmm. toward their um, their school, their organization. That was great. And I mean, even to see the kids storm the court after the game, I thought I thought that was great, man. It brought a nice little warm feel to it. Kawhi wasn't having it,
0: though. I don't right. know if you've seen his face. like, get these kids <laughs> yeah, off man. the court. Please, <laughs> please, man. Get these kids off the court, man. We, we're tired of this. He's
1: too, he too serious, yeah. man. Ka- Kawhi, Kawhi was out there <laughs> playing no games. Bro.
0: Kawhi had six threes in the first quarter.
1: like <laughs> <laughs> Yo, <laughs> Kawhi said after his first bucket, he said he shot, he made, he
0: said, oh, I'm going for MVP. <laughs> Straight like that. Yeah. And he didn't smile not one time during the game. He didn't smile after the game. You can see how uncomfortable he was, like the kids <laughs> around him. And he just looking at them like, yo, stop. Don't even touch me. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yo, get, get away, away from me. Yeah, get away from you me. Don't bug it. What are you doing here? Who let you on yeah. the floor? Security. Like, yeah, yeah, guard. Help. Yeah. Help. <laughs> guard. <laughs>
1: Nah, man, but Kawhi said he you know. He said the way that he looked at the All Star game, you know, because he was a great friend of Kobe's, mm-hmm. and he said Kobe told him, you know, take every game serious and take every moment serious. And if yeah. you're a competitor, you want to compete, and this is competing at the highest level exactly. against the best stars. So yeah. bring your A game, and that's exactly what he did. Like Kawhi had a huge steal on Joel Embiid in the fourth mm-hmm. quarter to basically give the uh, team LeBron the lead. So like, I, I like that. I like that. I uh, I think the format had great reviews. Yes. Everybody said, you know, um, uh, from what we were seeing, everybody liked it, and I think that moving forward they're gonna do the same thing. I just hope that they change the free throw rule.
0: I'm gonna say this, like this was a huge win for the NBA. Huge, huge. They realized win for the how NBA. the product was on All Star Weekend, and they just revamped everything, and it's. Huge success. Everybody has enjoyed this All-Star Weekend. All-Star Weekend previously is – it's been losing a little bit of
1: viewership yeah. just because people know that it's just um, – it's basically a showboat game. Mm-hmm. You go out there, there's little to no defense. There's almost 200 points scored yeah. in most of the games, and it's just not really competitive basketball until the fourth quarter. And I mean, similar. We seen somewhat similar here, but it meant a little more just for the teams at the end of each quarter yeah. to give that hundred thousand dollars to their organization. Yeah. So the teams had a little bit more to fight for. Yeah. So at the end of every quarter, not just the fourth, it was a little bit more seriousness and a little bit more, you know, trying to win the quarter so that they can win money for that organization. Exactly. And I thought I thought it was amazing, man. I thought it was amazing. Huge win for the NBA. Huge win for Chicago. Chicago atmosphere was amazing. It was freezing out there.
0: I'm going to let you speak on it.
1: (laughs) It was freezing, freezing in Chicago. But, nah, for my first time, that that was was an amazing experience. I can say that was an amazing experience. I wish I would have been able to stay for the actual All-Star game. Yeah. But um, the dunk contest, that atmosphere unmatched. Um, That's awesome, yeah. Unmatched, man, unmatched.
0: Yeah, man. Now that all star weekend's over, man. Let's let's talk about these teams making this playoff push. Yeah, man. Second half of the season. Real basketball is up and on deck. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Let's talk about these Lakers, the Clippers, the Nuggets. Like, those are the top three in the West. You got, you know, we got news today that uh, Reggie Jackson got waved, you know, buyout with uh, the Pistons, and now he's going to be signing with the Clippers. So you talk about this Clipper squad, man, they're just continuing to load up Marcus Morris at the trade deadline. Now you add Reggie Jackson. Let's talk about Doc Rivers and these two lineups, like basically two-star lineups. It's a
1: chess move, man. Yeah. It's, this is a chess move. Once again, a player that the Lakers could definitely use more than the Clippers, in yeah. my opinion. Yep. They failed to sign because the Clippers are still exactly. one step ahead. <laughs> yeah. They are literally getting all the players that the Lakers need and putting them on their squad and making in a sense, like you
0: said, another starting lineup. Yeah. They they almost have two legit starting fives out there. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, they're they're just a strong team right now. Both both ends of the floor, defensively, offensively, they can defend the perimeter. Like they know how to play well together. You know, what I mean a lot of these players have history together as well. So I mean Doc Rivers is doing a great job. And the best part is they can score. Exactly. Like, like they can Scoring. score. The,
1: these aren't just defenders. These are also scores. These are people
0: that Have like great shooting percentages, like Marcus Morris. Marcus Morris, fifty-five percent from three. You got uh, Reggie Jackson out here. You know, fourteen points per game. Like that's adding scoring to your team. Don't forget Lou. And then my guy, six man of the year, reigning six man of the year, Lou Williams coming out. He can drop twenty-five off the bench. Like (laughs) we (laughs) out here. He can do
1: that in his sleep. Exactly. Like Like, yeah. So they're like I said, they're just making chess pieces, chess moves. Like they are really doing what the Lakers aren't doing, and that is stockpiling their bench for a deep run in the playoffs. This is why the Clippers are only one game back behind the Nuggets. And Kawhi is getting ample rest. Paul George is getting ample rest because they're so deep that they have players that they can rotate and play on any given night to get them that win and still compete while their best two players are getting rest and just priming them for that playoff push that we're looking for come April, May, June. Like it's, they're getting they're getting in position and I think it's gonna this is gonna be bad for the Lakers if their players get worn out. But right now, LA's on good pace. Mm-hmm. Um LeBron's always taking care of his body, so I can't say he won't be ready in the playoffs, but at what point does it seem like it's just too much? He can't put the whole team Man, on his back. Him and AD is gonna be tough. Look, the
0: Nuggets are four games out of first place. The Clippers are five games out of first place. So that tells you how close it is. Yeah, and you know, what I mean and Kawhi has rested plenty of games, and this we're only season. in February. Like <laughs> we're only in February. Like you know, LeBron's gonna need to rest at some point in time.
1: He is. Like he, I don't think he can keep sustaining these high minutes per game, mm-hmm. and then go into playoffs and expect to be
0: hundred percent ready to go. That and then you know. I hate to say this, but Anthony Davis has had a healthy season in quite some time. So, you know, things can happen. I don't want to ever speak that over anybody. Knock on wood Yeah, he doesn't have an injury. I don't want that to happen, but I'm just letting you know what, We've seen with Anthony Davis, you know, since he's been in the league, he's been constantly hurt all the time. So, yeah, and
1: if AD goes if, down or LeBron, if, exactly. if, either, if either if either of them go down, it's over. Yeah, um, exactly. They, yeah, they have no chance to get against the Clippers, so that's going to be tough. Yeah. But a team that I really want to touch on right now is the 76ers. Okay. I feel like the 76ers have been spiraling downward for a couple of weeks now. They have been struggling, and I think that this second half, they're going to need to refocus um tune out the media because I feel like all their problems are not happening because of the media, but everything is becoming an argument amongst each other. You have um the coach coming out saying, you know, if I if there was a problem, I would I would be the first to know about it. When there's clearly a problem, you have a worse record on the road than the New York Knicks. Yeah. That is a problem.
0: Yeah. That is a big problem. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, you know, there's obviously an issue on the road, but they're the, the league's best home team. So, I mean, yeah, you know, I mean, it, it's funny It's I mean, funny how it goes that way. I mean, but you, what you're talking about right now is you have your two franchise players who are the youngest players on the team, right? And then you bring in Al Horford from the Celtics. He's a veteran. He's an age veteran. Like, he's he's brought in really to help him Embiid when he's hurt and then also to help these guys groom. And then you got guys, you know, uh, coming off the bench that, you know, they just they need shooting. Like, you remember, you know, I talked about it last week. The Sixers are really missing somebody to hold them accountable, A. And then, B, they need somebody that can close in the fourth quarter. That should be Tobias Harris to me, in my opinion. I know Ben Simmons He should, got maxed exa- out. Exactly. I mean, he's he, the he, highest
1: paid player he, in
0: franchise history. He,
1: he got he got maxed out. So yeah.
0: yeah, he needs to be that player. The highest paid player in franchise history, Tobias Harris. He can shoot from the outside. He can shoot from the inside. He can drive. He's a great defender. Like Tobias Harris should be that guy, and he he should be the guy to catapult both Embiid and Simmons' game. Right. Like he can complement those guys, and he's big enough. So if you put him at the four, and you put you know and beat at the five like you can have that lineup you know a lot of long bodies you know i mean that can perimeter you know uh, perimeter defense and things like that like these this is the best defending team in the league if you want to talk about it but they're not playing about you know like it right now you got the clippers that, on the other hand, they're playing like they're the best defensive team in the league. You know what I mean? Them they, and the Bucs, you they, know? They cl- they clamp up. But yeah. and here's what I'm going to say about the Sixers because I want to
1: move on and, you know, get to the get to the rest of the teams and, you know, see what you expect from the second half of the season. As far as the Sixers go, I watched Embiid go against LeBron James and post him up in the All-Star game and make a crucial, yeah. crucial move that when I seen that Embiid, the only person that can stop Embiid is Embiid when he's really focused and buckled down. Yeah. But I don't think he's mentally there yet to where he can tune out everything and just focus on strictly basketball. I think he has that in him mm-hmm. deep down. But like I, like you said, I think they need to have somebody hold them accountable. Exactly. And I thought that would be Al Horford, somebody with a veteran voice mm-hmm. who could come in and, you know, say that he has this experience and this is what you need to do. Yeah. And they like I said, they're talented. Yeah. They have the talent and they're they're huge as far as defense. They are huge. Yes. One of the taller teams in the league. Exactly. And they can defend well, yeah. but they have to buckle down and get out of their own way. Cause there's no reason that they should have such a bad road percentage. And that home percentage is great and all. Yeah. But it's not going to help them in the playoffs. Exactly. They're, they're, right now they're the five seed. Yeah. In the, the five, in the east. In the east. In the east. You're they're the five seed. They're the five seed in the east. And the pacers are right there. And Victor Oladipo's back. Exactly. So it's exactly. not it's not gonna get any easier. Right now, um, in the east, right now I have the Bucs. I, I don't know about you, but I have the Bucs. I think it's the Bucs and the rest of the um the rest of the East. I don't see anybody
0: really touching them right now. So it is the Bucks right now and then everybody else. I think the Sixers are the best. Team per se in the east, they're just not playing like it, right? And I think that you know, a team like the Celtics, they're coming on strong. Jason Tatum, you know, Kemba's coming back soon. young playing, guys Yeah, they're playing very well. Uh the Pacers, Victor Aladubo coming back, and then you got them young Bucks and the Miami Heat, Jimmy Butler. Them, those are junkyard dogs down there. That that is my that is my dark horse team in the
1: east. I think the Heat, um, with the addition of Iggy, man, look, I think that was a huge addition. For them, like, yeah. as far as a voice, like a veteran voice, yes. someone who's been there, exactly. has championship experience and knows what to do in and the playoffs. And can defend the perimeter. And can defend the perimeter and has been rested yeah. the entire season. Exactly. Didn't have to play a game. Yep. And now he's in there. He's getting acquainted with the offense. And personally, Jimmy Butler.
0: He's playing out of his mind right he's now. A, he's a savage. He's playing out of his mind right he now.
1: He has the Mamba mentality. Yeah. He has that in him. And he wants to win. And I feel
0: like his determination, his grit, he can take them places in the playoffs. Man, look, I have all faith in Jimmy. As long as he's focused and he's not calling out his teammates – he should be fine. Like Jimmy has that mentality, like, look, we going we're gonna run these boys. Like, you know, you go in the gym and you are, you know, you're feeling good. You got your boys with you, and you look out over to the other team and you're like, you know what? We're about this. to run them, man. Yeah. We about to run these dudes. Like, <laughs> they they don't got nothing on us. And that's the that's the mentality Jimmy has right now, you know, playing against teams with these young guys. Yeah, with a, a bunch a of young, young guys, crew. yeah. But hey, don't sleep on them. They some shooters hey, out man, there. Man, look, them guys are pulling up some
1: parking lot. <laughs> <of that. laughs> There's some
0: shooters. These who shoot.
1: Them some shooters, so yeah. Right now, I have them as my dark horse. I don't think the Raptors can sustain no. their their level of play right no. now. Um, we already talked about
0: Kyle Lowry. No,
1: not even gonna get into yeah. it because yeah, I don't. I don't even want to think about Kyle Lowry yeah. right now. Yeah, I have I have the Bucks one. I have the Heat um, finishing second, so I have them both going into the Eastern Conference okay. unless unless the Sixers can pull it together. I really do like the Celtics as well. I just don't feel like they're big enough to no. compete with a Giannis, even an Embiid. of have a, fo- a, a center focused, for a little bit now. A focused Embiid, so I think yeah. that would be tough. And in the West, I mean, La- Lakers Clippers. Yeah. I got Lakers Clippers. Um, I really hope that Portland can make a run. I know Dame Dallas hurt right now. Yep. Um, they're right now in ninth place, if mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken. Yep. Yeah, they're, yep. yeah, they're ninth. And the Grizzlies, I'm, the Grizzlies are in the playoffs right now. Shout out to John ja Moran. Yeah,
0: my guy, John ja Moran. I went to go see him uh, in the first round of the NCAA tournament last year, and I immediately said, This dude is special. There's just something about him. How he sees the floor. I mean, he he had he's an assassin. Like he and he said it. Like he shook he shook uh he shook the dude from Marquette. He said, "Man, he can't guard me. He can't guard me." I, like, that was Marcus you, Howard too. Yeah, Mar- exactly. Mar- Marcus, Marcus Howard.
1: How- Marcus Howard has put up yeah. fifty in multiple exactly. games. Exactly. So that's exactly. no slouch. <laughs> yeah,
0: like Ja has that mentality to where like he he understands that nobody can guard him. And if you, <laughs> not not only is he you know the prototypical uh, point guard, but if you ever want to step in front of him on a fast break, good luck because he's going to dunk on you. Like, he is a savage. He,
1: like, he has that Westbrook type yeah, athleticism. Exactly. That's yeah. like really low key yeah. too. It's
0: like you wouldn't think that
1: he would do that, but he might step on your head.
0: But like, what's funny is like coming out, uh, coming out, he was compared, that was his, his comp was uh, Russell Westbrook. I thought he compared more to uh, Vint- like a, a a prime weight. Like he, that's what he I plays see that. with. Yeah. I see that. Yeah. He
1: has a lot of finesse to his game. It looks like a lot more control. Yeah. With the ball to his game, mm. than a Westbrook who moves a little too fast. He's at better times. shooter than Westbrook. Yeah, uh, better a better shooter, but he definitely had he definitely has some bunnies like Westbrook, man, he's some undercover. It's crazy. I don't, and I think he has that mentality too. Oh, of course, um, he as far does. as like yeah. he's trying, he's trying to flush it. Like he he's trying to dunk on you, not around you. He's trying to dunk and, on you. And
0: this man is talking trash about Iggy on Twitter too. Like, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, he is wild. Yeah, yeah he's actually wild. Yeah. Like now that I think about it, he should chill. Like, yeah, now he needs now to think relax. Like, Yeah,
0: now that I think about it, maybe he should calm. Down. Yeah, <laughs> he doesn't care i mean he said his dad is his biggest you know his biggest uh critic and he keeps on going at people that way like. yeah man like i mean
1: he he's gonna make things interesting he's definitely rookie of the year i think i oh, think that's course. i think that's pretty much yeah. locked up hand the card in yeah i know yeah. i know zion's came back and no. he's, he's putting up he's putting up <laughs> great numbers but just, just a little too little too late this I, brother I, john I brand think, just had a triple double like yeah. stop yeah i don't i don't think the half the season accolades should count no towards that so yeah I put it I put that on him I think that um I think that Grizzlies Lakers if all holds standing wise I think that'll be a decent I do too because Jaron be Jackson decent, Jr. is playing yeah, well too yeah I think too. that'd be a decent matchup for the Lakers I yeah. still got the Lakers winning of course but I think that would be a decent matchup and I think that'd be huge for them yeah also I'm not gonna sleep on the Mavericks who are currently seventh but Luka played out of his mind Man, look, the first half of the season look, that that dude's different look,
0: look Luka Porzingis those guys are balling right now like, different and their the coaching staff uh up to their scouting staff um, phenomenal organization. I mean they 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 know how to find talent, they know how to evaluate talent. Uh Tony Ranzone, my guy, uh, yeah. he's in the front office of the Dallas Mavericks. Yeah. Like he knows how to find talent. Uh it's a phenomenal organization. And they know exactly what they were doing when they traded for Porzingis and paired him with Luka amazing yeah
1: it should be it should be real interesting like the second the second half of the season should be real interesting it's gonna be a lot a lot going down once we see these teams really buckle down we see who really wants it because playoff position is crucial yeah you don't want to be playing against the lakers or the clippers first round because i mean that's gonna make it that much harder but the west is so stacked in general any team on any given night can win against any of them so i think we have 27 games
0: left if i'm not mistaken i think it's 27 games Mm -hmm. left yeah
1: so yeah, it's gonna be interesting. I'm I'm gonna really keep my eyes on the Sixers and see if they can you know get that chemistry back because if they can't get higher than the five seed in the East, they're in trouble. Yeah, with their road record right now, they they are in some. They big, need some home field. Yeah, they're in, well, they're home field, in, home. <laughs>
0: I, I we we you need know, yeah, home okay. court, home yeah. court, home field. Yeah. And speaking of home field, hey, Drew Brees said he's back. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> Brees just announced today that he is gonna be back uh and he's obviously he would be with uh the saints so uh, it's good to know what the veteran quarterbacks on the move this year
1: yeah no nah, that's big for breeze um big for the saints they mm-hmm. they can get they can go and get it out of the way different though because i think that means that teddy bridgewater is on his way out
0: well according to to multiple reports this week uh teddy bridgewater wants 30 mil per year in a new deal Woo! um good luck <laughs> <Woo>! yeah <laughs> yeah good luck i mean you could see you can see him with a team like the chargers or something like that um I wouldn't give him thirty mil but <laughs> Get your money, young buck. I mean, get, go get, get your money dog. Get paid, I will, young man. Look, get paid. I will never, I will never, you know, try to criticize somebody for getting their money. Get your no, money. Not at bro. all, man. No, secure the bag. Yeah. Secure the bag, man. Get look at money, Sam dog. Bradford. <laughs> look exactly. <laughs> like, Stole all that money from everybody. <laughs> like,
1: look at, yo. Big and big stick in the league, man. Look at Sam Bradford, man. Like, yeah, get nah, get the bag. Yeah. But uh, it's it's a lot of um free agents. It's gonna be a lot of free agents, free agency starts. Mm-hmm. Um, March 18th, so it's it's a lot of yeah, Yeah. a lot of big names out. we have. Tom Brady, you know, still want to test the free agent waters for the first time in his career.
0: Jadavian Clowney, you got Josh Um, Norman now. Josh Norman, thirty-two years old, we
1: dropped. Thank goodness, got that contract (laughs) off our
0: back. He got cut by the Redskins. Um, Mm -hmm. You got guys, and then you got guys like available via trade, like you know, speaking about you know trades and things like that. Darius Slay, Uh, you know, Adam Schefter reported this week that uh, the Lions have opened up, you know, new talks in the Darius Slay uh, market. You know, he almost was dealt at the trade deadline. There's multiple teams interested then. So now, uh, you know, it's the offseason. Again, March 18th is the new league year. So it's the, the first year, you know, day of free agency. Um, so, you know, Darius Slay, 29-year-old corner. Um, he's, you know, easily top five corner in the league. And I think that it's interesting because if you're going to trade for a player of his caliber, um, you know, for a trade for for a team trying to trade for him, you are no lo- you're you're not only trading for the player. You need to compensate both the player he wants a new deal, and then you need to also compensate the team. Yeah. So that's what makes this very complicated. Um, and I think you could probably get away with this uh, this trade with giving up a two plus. You know, what I mean, a second round pick plus. Uh, either a, a player or you know, another pick. Um, you could probably do that, and then you know, in return, you're going to need to sign Darius Slay to probably top two, top three uh, cornerback money. Uh, Cause he's in the last year of his contract, you know, he signed uh, a four year, $48 million contract not too long ago. So he's in the last year of his deal. Uh, so he's looking for new money. So, I mean, I think the biggest thing with him, 29 years old, he wants to go to a, a winner. He's been losing to Detroit the last, you know, three, four forever. five years. <laughs> forever. <laughs> um, so he wants to go a to a winner. And also he wants, you know, Guaranteed money. Like that's what the players want nowadays is more guaranteed money. Yeah. you know so what I mean? They
1: they want to be secure. Players wanna be secure. Exactly. Least, so they need that guaranteed money. So I think
0: you, I think Darius Lake can be had for probably, you know, a second round pick plus, uh, and then you're gonna need to give him, you know, a new money. So he's probably gonna want anywhere. 15 mil, 16 mil per year, which is fine because I, I think Darius Slay is a phenomenal player.
1: I think he's a great player. Yeah. I think Darius Slay is definitely worth the money. I just don't know if a trade will get done uh, anytime soon. I feel like I don't know if it's the Lions asking for too much or if Darius Slay is asking for too much. But it seems like there haven't been a lot of teams like really willing to budge on what the Lions are trying to bargain
0: for. What I will say about this is I, I believe he'll be dealt by draft night.
1: Okay. I can see, well, I can see that now that the draft is up, Mm -hmm. uh, now that the draft is coming up, excuse me, in April, um, yeah, teams have picks as assets, like, those are big assets, giving up maybe a first or second rounder, um, and throwing some money in mm -hmm. there, maybe, but I know his contract won't be cheap, wherever, like, wherever he ends up, his contract will not be cheap, he
0: wants to get paid. He's going to be, he's going to be, at this point in time, he may be the highest paid corner in the market, and then... You know, hit that might last for like two weeks, and then Jalen Ramsey's going to get his deal and blow him out the water. Oh, so, yeah. No, so either I, way. Not, not, no disrespect to say, yeah. but when Ramsey signs his contract, yeah, it's going to be bad. <laughs> yeah.
1: A different type of yeah. bag, bro. Exactly. Different type of bag. Yeah.
0: You no, know, it, it's funny because, you know, I believe, you know, it's funny because teams now can trade their, you know, started last year, they can trade their compensatory picks, too. Yeah. So, you know, teams are going to start finding out in the next couple of weeks about comp picks and mm-hmm. things like that. Yep. Uh, they'll be notified from the league and things like that. Um, so it's going to be interesting. Like I think you can, I think Darius Lake can probably be had for two and a four. You know, what I mean, probably around there, two and a four. Because here's the thing: like the team, the, here's the thing. The Lions need to realize, right? Like you, you are trading for an asset that's already said he wants out then you are and then teams already know that you can you're not going to pay him to keep him so your leverage is gone the that's, player has all the leverage and that, and that so is why i think that's the a negotiating Lions are tool a, right a that's a negotiating, negotiating right tool so when you're going to the lines and you're proposing trades and things you're like okay well the player wants out you already told him you're not signing him. Yeah, he doesn't want to
1: play for you anyway. You made anyway. that known already.
0: So, and then not only do we have to compensate you, we have to compensate the player. So you need to come into a, a medium, a happy medium. Like, look, you're going to take this two under four and be happy because we're going to give this man $60 million a year. And you know is, what I'm saying? And this
1: is why I think the Lions need to come down because I, I'm not exactly sure what they're asking, but exactly. it seems like from teams, teams are not willing to budge on what they're asking for. And it's not Slay. The Lions it's not, not paying Slay. the leverage. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not paying Slay. It's, taking, it's, it's giving up assets to the exactly. Lions. Exactly. And that is what that is the leverage that they do not have because Slay yeah. has made it known that he doesn't want to play there anyway. And so that,
0: why should I give you the farm exactly when he
1: doesn't want to play for y'all anyway? Exactly. He can just
0: leave. Like Yeah, like one year left on his deal. And that's the thing about these trades, like players that are going to the last you know year of their deals and you know they want out of their current situation. Then the team makes it known that they'll be willing to let them out of the situation. So you kind of lose leverage in that. But then again, you want—you're asking for a lot, but you have no leverage in that point because the team that's acquiring him can only—they have to they have to compensate both you and the player. That's two parties you're you're compensating. You need to come into a happy medium to make that deal happen.
1: Yeah, and the player's not going to be the one to suffer because the player's going to get his money. And you already and he'll know. He'll get it from somebody else. Exactly.
0: Mm-hmm. And if you're Detroit, you're picking three in the draft anyway, so you're probably going to take Jeff Okuda. Like, you're already getting a corner back to replace him, so— are <laughs> it, they taking Jeff Okuda? I, I believe so. Yeah. I,
1: I felt the same way, but according yeah. to a lot of the draft boards, yeah. as of today, they are taking two or three. Tuggle by Lola. I would be shocked if they took two at three. I would too, because they they have Stafford
0: <laughs> who Stafford, still has a year left. Exactly, but it doesn't make sense. And and Stafford's contract, all that dead money, you're not gonna swallow yeah. all that. Yeah, it doesn't and make I, sense.
1: And I just don't think I don't I'm not a fan of drafting someone in the top like five picks and then putting them on the bench. Yeah. I, I think that's a waste of a pick because yeah. you have to pay them a lot exactly. of money. You need to draft somebody that can come in and help you win immediately if your pick is that high. Yeah. So therefore, yeah, I would draft a cornerback over a quarterback.
0: I could see... I mean, Matt Patrice is a defensive guy. I can see them taking Jeff Okuda at three. It's my personal...
1: I mean, hey, man, we'll see, man. Yeah. Also today, um, Greg Olson signed yeah. Signed sign with the Seahawks.
0: One year, $7 million with the Seahawks. Uh, veteran. Uh, Cam Newton's, you know... Former favorite target he's in Carolina. Can't, can't lose safety blanket. Um, exactly. So yeah. you add him to Russell Wilson and Tyler Lockett and guys like that. And you know, Seahawks are looking real formidable. You know what I'm saying? Uh so it, it's it's really gonna be nice, uh, seeing him with a quarterback, uh, you know, and a head coach of that caliber, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, the offense they run, you know, Schottenheimer and things like that. Like I I'm just looking at the play design, you know, portion of that and I can see how Greg Olson will fit in that. So Let me get a hot take from you. Out of all the quarterbacks with their current teams about to become free agents
1: or, you know, have one year left on their contract. Who do you see being moved or who do you see being on a new team by draft night? As far as like Tom Brady's, the Drew Brees's, even though we're almost assumed that Drew Brees will be back with the Saints. Cam Newton, Teddy Bridgewater, um, Phillip Rivers, Jameis Winston even. Oh, man, before we get to it, my boy Jameis got LASIK. He is about to tear the league up. (laughs) My boy Jameis is about to tear the league up. You heard it here first. Hot take: My boy Jameis throwing at least thirty-five to forty touchdowns this year.
0: And then he's also going to have thirty to forty. No, nope, we we gonna cut we gonna
1: <laughs> yeah. hear me out. We are gonna cut that in a third. Okay, <laughs> I was gonna say in half, but I don't know.
0: <laughs> so uh, out of that list, I think a couple quarterbacks are going to be in different places. Oh, okay. I can see. I can see Philip Rivers. Okay going to the Colts. I can see uh, Teddy Bridgewater going to the Chargers. I can see you got this all mapped yeah, out. I can see Cam <laughs> okay. Newton. I don't, I, I keep on going back to this point. I do not believe Cam Newton will be in Carolina. I think he is gone. Good is gone. Whether it's Chicago or somewhere else, he's going to be gone. I think Tom Brady is going to remain in new England. I think obviously Reese is going to remain with the saints, but I think Bridgewater is gone. I think Cam's gone. I think Philip Rivers is going to the Colts with uh, Frank Reich and those guys up there. Um, it's just it just makes too much sense. A lot of these a lot of these quarterbacks and their play styles and things like that. It just goes to you know, first the offensive coordinator, the head coach, and what the organization is looking for. So even if he goes to a coach, you have you still have Jacoby Brissett. You know what I'm saying? If and um. The Chargers, you still have your draft picks. You can draft a quarterback, but also sign. You have Tyrod Taylor as well, but you can also sign a Teddy Bridgewater and then also draft a quarterback and that's what you want to do if you're Anthony Lynn. Like, yeah, they have the number exactly. six pick. I think yeah. it's five or six. I yeah. think it's six in so they the draft. Take a quarterback, so. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, I mean, these teams you know, that's what they're kind of looking at now, right? Like we're, we're, we had the combine next week. So a lot more news is going to be breaking next week at the combine. You have your agents there. You have players that are probably going to be stopping by and things like that. Um, but you know, this scouting combine is a big kind of convention where obviously the teams are there to look at the draft prospects, but all the agents are there. So, teams are always, you know, gearing for free agency there, right? Like, they're talking to the teams and seeing what kind of money the team are trying to find out gauge what free agent interest and the money, you know, certain players are looking for and things like that. So, a lot more news is going to break next week. Um, but there's also another player I want to get to, and then Chris Jones. Chris Jones, defensive lineman for the Chiefs. Uh, the uh, he, So, Chris Jones, to me, right, like, he's... I him remember one hot take, and he smashed it.
1: <laughs> let me go ahead and give it to sorry. him. I'm sorry. I'm on a roll right now, <laughs> Go man. ahead, man. Eat up. So, Chris Jones. Yeah,
0: so Chris Jones, man, he's – Um, I think he's a franchise uh, tag candidate, right? And I think that the Chiefs have a lot of money decisions, right? Like, this offseason, they have a guy, a lot of guys that need to pay. Like, you know, and then you have your monster deal with Mahomes kind of looming. You know, he's probably going to be the first uh, $200 million football player. For sure. Um, So you got a guy like Chris Jones who – 25 years old, interior pass rusher. Um, And he makes a difference, right, on the Chiefs defensive line. You can see that, you know, in the playoff run. But there's times where he disappears, right? So you don't know which Chris Jones you're getting. So, I mean, if the Chiefs wanted to go this route, they could tag him and trade him. You know what I mean? And they can get the draft compensation for him. You know, otherwise, if they just let him walk in free agency, they can get a comp pick next year. So I think he's going to be a tag and trade candidate, and I think that's going to happen, especially for the Chiefs, unless he stays, you know, with the franchise tag and stays another year. But either way, he's going to be on the tag.
1: Yeah, I think he'll remain with the Chiefs because I think the Chiefs like what they have right there. They obviously just won the Super Bowl. Exactly. With Matt Mahomes, obviously anything is possible, but they had a formidable D-line. Yeah. defense. Especially, especially in the secondary with the honey badger back there. So I think the Chiefs look good as far as the cornerbacks. I mean, the quarterbacks, excuse me, as far as the quarterbacks go. I see Tom Brady sticking with New England because Mm -hmm. I don't see Tom Brady going to another team that, you know, doesn't have a quarterback and being better than the Patriots. Yeah. So I think that he wants to win, and I think that he wants to explore free agency. You know, he's never had, he's never been through this before, so I think he's going to go out there, you know, use his leverage a little bit, but I think ultimately he comes back to New England. Yeah. I think Drew Brees is in, in New Orleans. I think Cam is still in Carolina. <laughs> I'm not letting that go. Okay. Cam is the heart of Carolina. He is the soul of the Panthers, and okay. he will remain with the Panthers. Okay. I think Phillip Rivers, I think that he goes to either the Colts Or the Bears, I actually see him playing with the Bears. I think he would be a good fit there. I'm not seeing him go anywhere where he can't start. So I would not, yeah, I would not see him go anywhere where he has to really compete for a job. And I think that the Bears have a still have still have a great defense. They still have a great defense, and I think that he could, you know, show Mitchell some things and hopefully not turn the ball over as much. Um, as far as the other quarterbacks, I think Dak is getting franchised yeah. for one year, he, even he though I don't I don't think that's the smartest no, idea. it's not. I think that's a horrible idea yeah. because next year they're really going to have yeah. to throw him the bag. And if they franchise him again next year, they're really, really well, going to have to throw here, him the bag. Here's
0: the thing, right? They, they don't want to get in a situation to where that new CBA goes through and the quarterbacks have their own set of uh, the, another pool of money. Because uh, that's what the new CBA is kind of aiming for. So they don't want to get into a about to where like okay, the quarterback money can escalate another ten to fifteen mil over a year. So yeah, yeah. no, in, in
1: a sense, that's why I think they need to sign him to a contract. You know, soon, soon exactly, soon because exactly. If, if it get if it gets to next season, they're gonna lose. They're gonna lose. Yeah, they're, they're gonna lose a lot of money because if they franchise him this year. And they don't get a contract done next year, his contract is gonna is gonna be more regardless exactly and his franchise tag. Will be basically twice as much yes. as it was the first time. Exactly. So it's it's a lose lose situation unless you sign him to a contract that he wants now. And I'm not sure his numbers, but he
0: wants that golf mm-hmm. wins
1: type money. Yep.
0: Maybe a little more because he had a great year this year. Like I said, I mean, he, he can get anywhere from thirty to thirty-four million dollars. And he has every right to do that. Cause he Carson does. Wentz and Jerry Goff are in that category. Yes. So he he he's played very, very well. And he's you know, his numbers compare to Wentz and Golf, they're all around the same numbers. He had a, Dak it, had a great yeah. year this year. Right. He had a great year. Yeah. I mean, him and Carson once had identical years this year, which yeah. is crazy. But I think that Dak, Dak has every right to go to the Cowboys and say, look, I want $34 million a year. Like, he has every right to do that because he's played that well. And his counterparts in the same draft class have gotten around that money. So yeah, for sure. Yeah,
1: the, the quarterback is gonna really be something that we pay attention to over the next few weeks, especially as free agency hits. Um, a lot of the big names, a lot of the veterans yeah. looking to be on the move yeah. or, you know, possibly re signing. We know one thing for sure, Phillip Rivers is out in the Chargers in LA because they said they are they have mutually parted ways with him.
0: I'm gonna give y'all a little a little tip. Look for the wide receiver market this offseason and see who gets moved. That's all I'm saying. Nah, man. Yeah, I agree.
1: I hope that there are some big-name trades over the offseason, receivers and all, just so we can make football interesting. Make the offseason something that, you know, we have to pay attention to and get into. Hopefully, we get some potential powerhouses out
0: of it. Man, and speaking of powerhouses, this weekend, Wilder, Fury. Number two.
1: Part two, man. We got Wilder versus Fury. Heavyweight battle. Yes, sir. Two powerhouses for real right in there. Vegas. <laughs> in Vegas. Yeah, in Vegas. And it's definitely going down out there. Who you got?
0: Man, give me...
1: Yeah, I think Deontay is gonna be a little bit more focused this yeah. time because personally, I think that Fury won the first fight, mm-hmm, even though even though it was a draw. I yeah. think Fury had two knockdowns. Had, yeah, Fury had the smarter fight. He was baiting Wilder the entire Third fight. Time, yep. had him looking a little out of his element. So I think that Wilder is gonna buckle down this time. But I'm looking for a knockout. That's yeah. what I'm. That's what I'm hoping for. But Fury's not gonna be easy to knock out. <laughs> we seen that man get
0: up, look like the Undertaker. He felt like he got cheated last game, last uh, match too. Like he. He he's <laughs> he's such a competitor, man. He he wanted it, and they're friends, right? That's the funny thing is they're friends, and they still want to go at it. So Fury's a competitor, and it's like kind of creepy. Like yeah.
1: <laughs> the like I was watching, you know, a documentary uh, on him, and they was just like talking about all his matches and like his mentality is crazy. Yeah, like that dude is an animal. Yeah. But yeah, once I seen him get up in the twelfth uh, round after that knockdown, I was like, all right.
0: yeah, he did
1: different yes, di- different
0: man right <laughs> yes, there.
1: <sir. laughs> That's the Undertaker. Yeah. <laughs> just- that's the, that's the undertaker yeah. right there. <laughs> yeah. yo, he he rose, yeah. he rose. I I don't think Water could believe it. Yeah. Water was like, oh, <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> Water couldn't believe it, man. So yeah, I wouldn't yeah, be su- I wouldn't be surprised if he won the fight on a decision. But if Wilder wins, I think it's because of a knockout. Right. Okay. I don't think fundamentally. I don't know if he can stay in the zone and focus on boxing because he looks for the knockout yeah. so much. And he's, I mean, why wouldn't he? Exactly. He he knocks out everybody. Yeah.
0: Right. Why why wouldn't he? Yeah, man, it should definitely be a good one.
1: Yeah, man, looking forward to a Wilder Fury Part 2. Make sure you tune in. And that will wrap it up this week for us on Episode 3
0: of the Out of My League Podcast. Yes, sir. Trey Trey, everybody, 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 I need y'all. We're on Apple Podcasts, we're on Spotify, we're on Google Play, we're on SoundCloud. Like, share, review, shout your boys out. Let's get these reviews in please please
1: hit that double tap like share with your family share it with your grandma share it with your girl it doesn't matter we need all those shares and we definitely need any and welcome all feedback yeah. because we're trying to give y'all what y'all want here so you know sure. throw us some things that you want us to talk about or debate because we're all for it and before we get out of here i'd like to send my prayers and condolences to ryan newman who's in serious condition right now in daytona after a big, big accident in the Daytona 500 on the last lap. So prayers and condolences to
0: him. Yeah, man. And uh, with that being said, we out. Deuces. It ain't no debate. No way, ain't no escape. Big dog eating off the plate. Cool breeze march with the saints. Flexed up now, John Cena. Racked up more than Serena. Wife a baddie looking like Nia. More drip, more than a leader. I'm at the wood I said I would get. No mediocre, I'm feeling like Tip. Sound like to me, we got us a hit. They can't even drip line. So savvy as a swag daddy. Red eye flights out to Cali. Holding bags looking like a caddy. Penthouse vibes, no addy. This is the wave that give them no feeling. Rappers be capping. No, I don't feel you Feel like the man when I walk through the building Too many scars, and spiritual healing. I got a million dreams I got a million schemes We going crazy, we going crazy We got the winning team After a year, they thought I fell off I say the joke's on you Making them plays, making them moves Good with the ink Ja-ru. Reload Reloaded back with the clips Hammer, hey, I'm too legit Too much torch, I'm lit Too much torch, I'm lit, I'm lit. What you gonna do,